You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. People get ready. Is a train coming? No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to episode <laughs> 88 eight. of the People's Podcast. We here. Hi. I am the Amber Nicole. I am your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle. I heard you niggas was looking for me. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. Here I go. Welcome. Uh-uh. Here I go. It's Zimboy HJ on the Mickey 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 Mike. I like oh. when he does that. I don't know if y'all. I love it when he, he said Mickey 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 Mike. Because yeah. it's a very special mic at that. Ooh, it's, a, hey. it's a special mic. Very it's, special. It's like back very in the day. Special. Ooh, VSOP. Mm. Mm, mm. Mm. It's like back in the day when um we used to watch Blues Clues and it was just like my handy dandy. No book! For the nostalgia. For the nostalgia. Welcome to the 88th episode of your favorite podcast. The People's Podcast. We are here back with another week of the shenanigans. I missed y'all. I was not in the crib last week. Only for but a couple minutes. Right. Right. Um, But I'm sure my homies held it down. And I know they Mm. did. Clank, clank. Of course. The best Give it up. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you are new to this, you should know that the first segment of every episode is something that we like to call happy hour. If you're true to this, you already have your glass ready with your water or your coffee or your tequila or your whiskey. Uh-huh. And you ready to cheers it up with us. So I'm going to grab my water bottle. And I'm going to cheers to my co-host to a very successful 88th episode. I'm very happy to be back in sure. the studio. Shouts to Uncle Ra. Shouts to Heavy in 15 Minutes of Fame E-Radio Studios. Um, cheers, y'all, to a successful cheers. episode. Cheers. Cheers. Who would like to start happy hour? Joe. You know, you did this last week. <laughs> and I wasn't really ready, ready. <laughs> but nah. Um... You know, I had a very great weekend, you know. Uh, I felt like I hadn't spent time with my mother in a very long time. So I accompanied I accompanied her to um, a wedding, mm-hmm. and it was a very great time. She looked very beautiful, and the fact that I was able to, like, talk to her, we was able to laugh and joke. And it was just like, even though that's my mother was, like, two adults, um, a gentleman and a uh-huh. queen yeah. just having a great time you For know sure. I, I really had a great time with her and I um, told her that yo we gotta do this very often uh-huh. um, not not very often but often more, and uh, more, more often, often yeah. For sure. For sure. to like like so she can have memories and I can enjoy the, the time with her it was it, it was really dope just right. spending time with her yeah um, my week just just went into overdrive and it was just like monday and tuesday Uh, a lot of work but you know now i'm here on thursday and it was dope Uh, i started my day off uh for those of you know i have an older brother and uh our relationship isn't always the best but Mm -hmm. he called me like 7 30 this morning like Mm -hmm. hype drinking his coffee 
I'm just like, okay. And he was just like, you know, um, let's say a prayer. And he prayed for me and I prayed for him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, I hope you have a great day. And I was just like, wow, that's a very fine way to start your your day. Shout out to that, Joe. Right. So, you know, it was really dope. And then afterwards, uh, I was um, told the news that my, my niece got into her first choice of high school. Oh, congratulations. Um, so shout out to you, Destiny, my first grandniece, the oldest. Not a grandniece. Yeah, grandniece. <laughs> this is my niece's daughter. Mm-hmm. So my grandniece, like, I am so happy that you got into your first choice. Congratulations. Um, as yes, happy as, that's amazing. I, I, as happy as I am, you <clears throat> should be happy because certain, most people don't even get into their first choice. Right. So, you know, shout out to you. You're making me proud. Um, my post today on Instagram was basically in honor of her mm-hmm. because you really don't know the legacy that you come from. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you have people to tell you where you came from. Now you know where you're going. And I can say, and I will speak it into existence and hopefully it comes to fruition, that you will be an uh, engineer because this high school that you're going into specializes in that. So, let's do it. Good for her. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, thank you, son. And that's my happy hour. That's what's up. I'm so happy to hear that. It's all, I just remember the times when I was in, you know, that transitional part of my life, leaving grammar school, going into high school, mm-hmm. and just wanting to be able to go where you want to go mm-hmm. for school. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is that pressure, almost like when you're waiting for that college acceptance letter to the Facts. school that you want to go to, right? Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Destiny. We all are proud of you here yes. at the People's Podcast. You go, girl. You yes. go. Um, me, Asia. Oh, I'm here. Okay. (laughs) Happy hour. Um, this past week has been just fine. Last weekend I had, um, the task and also the pleasure of, um, helping uh, my cousin's bridal shower come together and come to fruition. It was a good time. We had a good time. My cousin, yes, my cousin enjoyed herself. Um, all she of the very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, she was very beautiful and she was feeling herself as she should. <laughs> um, shout out to Ash Ken, that's my cousin. Um, getting married on Mar- uh, Mary, May 23rd. Um, so I'm in that wedding as a bridesmaid. Yeah. I ain't been a bridesmaid in a long, long time ago, those days. <laughs> but I'm um, doing my best. Next up, we did the bridal shower, so next up is the bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And that's coming up in the next two and a half weeks. So. Oh. It's going to be a time. That's going to be oh, fun. Uh huh. Um, I believe she don't watch this, I don't think. But we doing a pole dancing class. Oh, that's fun. I did uh-huh. one of my friends' uh, bachelor, and that was lit. Yeah, we're going to do pole dancing, then a nice little private dinner setup, something like that. Because, oh. you know, we were going to travel, but, like, you know, COVID, coronavirus, mm-hmm. and people got kids, and we don't got time to be bringing things back to places where sure. children reside. Right. So, um... <laughs> children reside. Right. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing. <sighs> I will say... Putting together an event for someone that you love very dearly is a catch-22 because you want things to go the perfectly. right way for this, uh-huh. or exactly perfectly for this person. But if you don't have total control over everything that's happening, 
then it's just like kind of hard to make sure that things go as perfect as you can see them to be. I say that to say that I was met with some obstacles with trying to make this day happen for my cousin. But at the end of the day, while I was perturbed, annoyed, pissed the fuck off, I knew that my cousin... What did it do that to you, child? Yeah. I know that. Yeah, and it's honestly, it wasn't the process of getting things together. It was the people that that were in, you know, control and, and, and wanted to be in control. And I had to make it clear to them that I am not looking for control. I am looking to make sure that my cousin enjoys her bridal shower. Right, I can which give is a, what's most important. Right. I don't, I don't give a, I could give a fuck less about taking credit for anything, about somebody acknowledging me about anything, because mm-hmm. that's not what this is about. At the end of the day, that's what those people wanted to make sure that they got the credit for whatever was done. And I was just like, I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, mm. Can you just make sure that this is done correctly? Um, but yeah, I had that's behind that was behind the scenes, you know, like and people's mothers was talking to me disrespectfully. And I had mm. to remind the mother that, listen, I understand that you are a grown woman, but also am I. So you need not to speak to me in a certain type of way. Let me tell you, I had a little time on Sunday. Yeah. I had to be talked back down. Before I was disrespecting somebody's mother. Um, however, my cousin enjoyed her bridal shower, and I can't Oof, wait till your big however. day, girl. It's going to be a, gr- a great time. Um, after that, nothing else. <laughs> the week was fine. Um, I've been in the house. I've worked out a couple times this week in the house. I ain't doing nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to do my squats because, you know, summertime coming, and I really want to put my shorts on, and I really <laughs> want my butt to look nice. That's it. There you go. That's all. And now I'm here in the studio with my friends. I've been waiting to hang out with my friends. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dave been so busy. Amber been out of the state. I was just like, ooh. Hey, Amber, when can you come back <laughs> to New Jersey? Because, girl, every time I wake that up and look funny. on my timeline, Amber is still in Georgia. <laughs> I didn't understand why that was happening. <laughs> right. And I was texting my friends to see if we could go out to eat today. My friends was like, girl, that is on another day. But I'm glad to be back in 15 minutes of fame with Amber and Joe. Um, it's always a highlight on my week. That's my happy hour. Mm. That was good, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, as Asia mentioned, I was, um, I had I had the privilege to um, witness a union over the weekend of, of one of my uh, besties from high school, Miss um, Moran on Instagram. Y'all can follow her. Um, yeah, I was at my first traditional African wedding, and it was definitely an experience. Um, I had such a great time. Um, it was in Atlanta, uh, you know, my used-to-be second home, so it was nice to go back to Atlanta and right, enjoy right, the city right. as an adult because mm-hmm. when I was there before, Girl, I was student. 18, 19, <laughs> and couldn't even get into the clubs, child. So, um it was exciting, like I said, to just enjoy the city and like explore um, the the place. I was actually in the same town that I lived in when I was living there. Wow! So I, you know, I saw my old school and all the upgrades that that had had happened and like all the new buildings that are built. So it was really dope to to be able to um, 
explore Atlanta as an adult. Isn't it so funny to see how fast the city can change? Even though it was oh, like, yeah. it's like, feel like it's long ago, but it's not that long ago. And I mean, it's like, things, it was over 10 years. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, never mind. Nah, this, this is 2007. So it was a long ass time ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, nonetheless, I had an amazing time. Um, congratulations to my friend Moran and her husband, Louis. Y'all had a. Uh, movie <laughs> the wedding was a movie i'm sure you guys have seen my stories anybody that follows me um you know her wedding is still being reposted till this day till this hour um it, it was an experience i never like i said i've never been to a tr- traditional african wedding she's ethiopian he's mm. Ghanaian, and it the whole experience of like the storytelling and the actual traditional acts that go on that i had no idea happened wow um that was really cool to witness so um if there's any you know african gentlemen who may be watching the live or you know maybe listening to the show your girl is single and ready to mingle and listen we can have that kind of way because baby it listen that was a movie okay um but other than that atlanta was great i was there for about five days um six days five days and um i enjoyed myself it was a nice getaway um I've also been very uh involved in one of my newest brands, the Self Love Bay, which is launching tonight, which is very funny. Um but you know, I've been really into like creating content for that brand and um creating ideas for different merch and things like that and um just content ideas with one of my friends who I'm actually, you know, who's actually going to be um, a part of, of the self love bay. So if you guys are listening, I'm going to use this time to shamelessly plug myself at the self love bay, T H E E self love bay, B A E. Make sure y'all give that page a follow. Um, I will be, be providing so many, um, relatable tips and advice and conversation points right not just the stuff where it's people on the gram like telling you what you should do and what you should not do like in a relationship i want to talk to the people who are like me i want to talk to the people who are having the relationship and dating issues that i am having right and have these real open kinds of conversations about shit that you kind of feel like you you alone on, and it's a lot of stuff that we even talk about on the show, you know, and I'm here to just let people, let women know it's not just you. Uh-huh. Like, there are other people in the same boat as you, and we are here, and we can have these conversations, right? Let's normalize having conversations about fuck boys and fuck girls and all these other types of things. For so sure. that's the, 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 the lane that I'm going into with that. That's what I've been um, busy with, honestly. Um, been back to work, you know, we just got a uh, word that we're going to be going back into the office in a few months. So, you know, living with that, um, living with the notion that the vaccine may, may be mandatory mm. for my job, for me really? to go back to work. Um, they're fumbling with that idea. So it's a lot going on. It's a lot on my plate, but I'm very blessed because, um, I, I would rather have, a lot on my plate because I was asked, I I, I told God I'm hungry, right? Uh-huh. I told God I'm ready to eat. So he's like, okay, well, there you got, go. I'm giving you this and I'm giving you this and I'm giving you that and I'm giving you this. And like anything that is a distraction is literally taking itself out and leaving itself on the curb. And I am very happy for that. For um, I'm happy for that discernment. 
um because god if you <laughs> once you post a fire picture on the gram honey um the dms and the text messages Ooh, they be lit friend. they start to come and wow. it's like oh but you wasn't really checking for, for me, me before, before. Now I'm hot and they all on me. Back then they didn't. You feel me? But um, I'm blessed. I'm very blessed and I'm very happy right now. I'm very happy and I'm very motivated and I'm very, you know, tunnel vision with this money. I'm all about, at this point in my life, if it's not making me one red cent, I literally have no interest in it. And that's just the truth. So that's my happy hour. That's what I've been up to. I hear that hot shit from. Hold on one second. What What's that? Pump your brakes. What? Um. So. Oh. I'm scared. I don't know what this <laughs> man about to say. What is it? Today. Oh yeah. Miss Amber Nicole <laughs> is not only launching her new line, but today is also <laughs> her ten year anniversary. Yes, wow. And Zeta Phi Beta Sorority yes, it is. Incorporated yes, it is. in the oh so soph- get it right, get it tight. The <laughs> oh so sophisticated <laughs> women of the Silamda chapter. Okay. Wow. Meow meow purr. Oh, wow. yes. If you think you know, <laughs> you don't. You don't. You have no idea. Shout out to Spring Eleven. Shout out to my line sisters. Yes. Ten years in this motherfucking thing. It's yes. so crazy. It seems, yes. it seems like yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I forgot. <laughs> look at Asia. Look at Asia. Asia look like she's scared, but nah. <laughs> happy Zaytaversary. Happy anniversary to you. The Alpha yes. Alpha Chapter Five Eighty Second Fraternity Incorporated. Happy twenty five years to y'all. Yes. Uh, happy ten years to me and my line sisters of the yes. Silent Chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. I love y'all. Thank y'all. Shout out to my dean. Shout out to my ADP. Thank you for showing us the light. It's been 10 motherfucking years. Two hands. Wow. Two hands. Wow. But yeah, shout out to you, Joe. Thank you. I forgot his phone. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Very grateful to to still be here. Thank you. Now, that being said, that was a cute happy hour. Um, The next segment of the show. Is typically thriving while black. I don't know if anybody has one. Nah. Okay, so thriving while black. Just to give you guys a quick um, synopsis. Typically, we will highlight someone of our community, and when we say our community, we don't necessarily mean the celebrity part of the black community, but somebody on our level, somebody at eye eye level view, um, someone that we see every day who might not get the recognition that they should be getting, um, and we take somebody and just lift them up on our platform to whomever may be listening, um, and, you know, shine some light on whatever good that they're doing for the community. So this week, we just happened not to have one, but um, that is what Thriving While Black is all about. We are going to move right along into the next segment and my favorite segment of the People's Podcast. It's called The Socials. Mm -hmm. So, um, what we do in The Socials um, is pretty self-explanatory. We're talking about things um, that are going on around us, right, socially. So, we have decided to dissect this broad topic of, like, social media, social happenings into three sections. Um, Joe is going to hit us with... What's on the tube? So I give you what I was watching from the past, some nostalgic shows or movies, 
present day shows and different updates for future shows to come. And then Asia's going to hit us with... Um, the trash-ass portion of the socials, a.k.a. the celebrity news portion of the socials. And I will I will hit you guys with a por- a segment called, a portion of the social socials called In Other News, where I'll kind of just run down some real-life news um, that's been going on that, you know, we at the People's Podcast feel you should be abreast of. So, um, who is starting us off, Joe, or... You can start, Joe. All right, Joe, hit us off. Asia always do this. I ain't do nothing. You did this twice today, <laughs> and then you did it once. Why last are you week. counting? Because <laughs> how you know I was really ready, ready. <laughs> so, but you know, um, today I am ready. You know, um, I'm going to give you what I watched in the past. This week, what what shows did I watch? Um, yeah. I, Yes. No, no, that's not that's something of the past. So I would okay. say, like, if I was watching a movie that we can watch a, uh, um, a couple times. Let, let's just say the first thing that came to mind was, like, John Q. You know, the first time I saw John Q was, a like, really, like, paid attention was a couple months ago. But there was nothing like that I was watching. I was really, like, keeping um, busy in work. But when I was taking breaks, I did find myself watching various shows uh i watched this week uh them okay so i did watch them and i did find that to be very triggering Uh. so for those of you that um want to watch a new show and you guys are very open-minded and want to be enlightened in what them is about i say watch it Uh. uh you know when i watched when you know, generally when a show comes on, it generally says it's PG thirteen mm-hmm, rated mm-hmm. R. This caption with no rating. It, this had a eighteen plus rating. Oh wow! So I was just like, "What the hell is that?" And then under it, you know, it tells you what the content yeah. is going to be about. And the content about them was like blackface, racial this, and, and it had some other content. And I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So, yes, so I would say that, yes, just like you said, it's a very heavy series to watch. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say don't watch it, but be prepared. Gotcha. I had, I am on the 10th episode. I was trying my best to give you my most genuine, genuineness and purest review about the show, but thus far I haven't completed the series Mm -hmm. so i can't really say how i feel about season one but i do say is there only season one available available right now on amazon prime currently so um check it out on amazon prime uh married at first sight recap on this on this episode of married at first sight for those of you that love to watch shows like this married at first sight can be found on Lifetime um, at 9 p.m. Uh, every Wednesday. And I like Married at First Sight, but this um, this episode, Paige and Chris was not present. And I do feel like they probably have now really finally called it quits. And now well, are they going to be on that final episode? They will be at the, uh. on the final episode. So it's two weeks left. 
to decision day. One thing I can say is my favorite couple for this season is Vincent and Brianna because they seem to fight against the test of time. So Mm -hmm. I'm really cheering for them and rooting for them to see if they make it to decision day because they both have potential to make it, to to, to pay it forward for what each other wants in a relationship. So Mm -hmm. stick around to see what the season finale has to offer. Here ends my present um, shows that I've been currently watching, but what's to come? Wow. Godfather of Harlem is coming back April 18th this weekend on mm-hmm. Epic. That's going to be good. Let's do this. Let's watch it. I'm very, very, very excited. Asia and I was looking for this show to premiere last last year in September Mm -hmm. but now I guess they had to prolong it because of COVID and now it's going to broadcast in April 18th welcome back welcome back (laughs) welcome back next up The Shy is coming back May 23rd on Showtime I can't wait the trailer for this season of The Shy is back and I'm okay and I'm ready to see what it has to offer one thing that I can say is um a lot of these shows that had to do a little delay are bringing back a lot of things that we went through during sure. COVID time. Sure. Whether it's police brutality, whether it's the COVID having to transition from being in person for work or in school to online to like um, to like everyday living, so to speak. Yeah. And I can say that um, the shot has a little bit of everything that ha- has that what I just said has to offer in this season. Mm-hmm. Speaking about um, coming back, it, I will be. I'm saddened to say that next week's episode, April twentieth, is the season finale of Queen Sugar. Mm. Queen Sugar did something to me this season, and like I said last week's uh, in last week's episode, it really, um, really. <sighs> Gave me a flashback on my experiences from last week. And now it's doing it again with the um, the current situations. Because I just feel like when you feel like um, we're coming to an understanding, it's just ha- everything that happened last year. And I'm not speaking about the COVID situation. I'm more talking about police brutality. is happening all over again. Mm-hmm. And I really don't feel like talking about it because it becomes sickening over time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... The season finale of Queen Sugar is happening this, well, next week, April 20th on uh, on OWN at 8 p.m. Spoiler alert, they said that the last five minutes is to die for. Wow. Queen Sugar. Mm. Queen Sugar. I'm sad. I'm scared. I'm right, 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 right. You know, you know that the season... It's almost time for fishing season, correct? Mm-hmm. Because it gets warm, so a lot of people like to go fishing. Oh, my gosh. Shut up, Jay. Catfish is coming back. I knew you was going there. And that's why I was like, this joke, that joke is getting into. Tuesday, May 4th on MTV, yeah, Catfish is wait. coming back you with new series, new episodes, yes. new way to catfish. Let me tell you. I don't know. How I want to know how the people catfishing during the panoramic. Right. How is you doing? Right. <laughs> Full circle. Three sixty. You just coming back and doing everything. Listen. How y'all catfishing? Listen. In the pandorama. Twelve. 
The Panderosa. Panderosa. You know the Panderosa on Jackson Avenue? Panderosa. That junk with the chicken was good then. Yeah, the Panderosa. Ponderosa. Ponderosa. That was another word. Right. Okay. Okay, two more things. Black Ink is coming back. The premier Black Ink is coming back on April 19th. Yes, New York. And they did like a recap last week. Well, this week. On um, Chicago. Mm. So, spoiler alert. Okay. Harlem, the shop in Harlem mm-hmm. is closed. It's closed, yes. Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder why. I want to know if the story that I know is actually what happened. Ooh. And I'm not even going to spoil it for the listeners. <laughs> but I know some people that know some people. Oh. That told some people that I know what had happened, they had told me. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if that's the truth and that's what they're going to put on TV. Listen to me. The last time I rolled past um, Black Ink Studio mm-hmm. or Black Ink, is it Black Ink, whatever it's called. Well, the last... gate was down, wasn't it? No. Let me tell you, no, no. One gate was up and somebody, <laughs> it it looked like they was waiting for PSCNG because it was somebody <laughs> looking out the door with no lights on. Oh, okay. Mm. It was somebody just looking. Oh, so somebody was waiting because they didn't pay their bills. Right. Oh, okay. I don't know what it was. Okay. Pee, they peed. Bet- mm, listen mm. to me. The worst part of waking up is finding out that PSCNG just cut off your life. <laughs> it's not Folgers. <laughs> Folgers. Right. Never mind. So, Folgers. but the Black Ink Brooklyn is now the new big name. That's the main store. Main store. Mm-hmm. And I, from what I know, I don't know what you know or who mm-hmm. you told or somebody told you or whatever happened. Alex. Alex is the Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They said that what happened was stick around to see what's going no. on. <laughs> Saying it, I, and my sister ain't saying it. I ain't, I ain't going. saying it. And then I'm gonna sit around and I'm I already gonna, said the name of how I knew. Ooh, so I ain't saying what he mm-hmm. said. Certain people won't be there. Mm-hmm. You know, we we say that everybody can't go. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord Jesus, ha ha! Unemployment looks like it's very mm-hmm. prosperous to some. Mm-hmm. Mm. Next up, you know, I really don't watch this, but. I just felt like okay, let me let me report on it. The Oscars is coming with a new look, April twenty fifth. We are hearing that there's going to be three locations and a dedication to essential workers and also Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Hopefully, Chadwick Boseman gets a um, Oscar. A Oscar because we know that his wife was uh, invited to the Oscars. Along with that, MTV Movie and TV Awards is coming and premiering on May 15th, 2021. Uh-huh. And that's about it. I don't even know I'm going if I'm going to report on it because I don't know how I feel about Oscars and MTV I don't watch Awards. It. I really don't watch it either. I might look into the news the next day to see who won. Right. But, I, have to, I mean, beyond that, I really don't care. The performances are not the same mm-hmm. like when we were growing up. Especially for the MTV Awards. Right. Um... One other thing, if you want, if you choose to watch it, you can watch it. I really don't have too much news about it. Uh, Lifetime has been doing this whole series about the seven deadly sins, and haven't I haven't watched any of it? 
hopefully I can have some time to watch it this weekend uh, because I'm getting my second COVID vaccine. And what I was told that it puts you down and makes you very relaxed and puts you to sleep. So I probably will be home just chilling. And here ends my what's on the tube. All right, thank now. you, Joe. That was a very comprehensive report. I appreciate it. <laughs> 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 I tried to thank do it you. nicely. You did it very nicely for me. You did it very good for the people. And um, if y'all, you know, don't know what's on the tube by now, right. I don't know what to tell you. Just right. press so, um, Asia, what do you have for us in this trash portion of the social? Oh today? gosh, it's um, garbage day, friend. Yeah. Um, First, reportedly, saddenly, last Thursday we talked about how DMX was still on life support and, you know, he was going to be running through some other tests this week. But sadly, um, the day after after we recorded that episode, we lost DMX. Um, Rest in peace to him. Rest in power. What a tragedy to our community, to the realm of hip-hop, and just to people in general. Um, DMX was 50 years old. Of course, he was such a prominent uh, legend in the hip-hop industry for many, many years, and we all know that he battled substance abuse, and um, just addiction is a very, very, very hard thing to deal with in life. It's not like you kick the bucket and you're clean forever. It's a constant work that you have to continue to do and we know that it isn't easy but one thing um we know about dmx is that he knew who he was and he was a very spiritual being who stayed very close to um you know stayed very close to god and and believed Mm -hmm. in the power of god and really wanted god to use him and i believe that he is well deserved of a job well done um even though you know, a perfect story doesn't necessarily look perfect in everybody else's eyes. I do believe that DMX lived the perfect life that God had him to live here. And so I just wanted to grant a rest in peace to um, DMX, Mr. Earl Simmons. Um, thank you for everything that you have given us here. Thank you for all the work that you have done here and just the effect that you have had on the community, the rap community, the black community, everybody as a whole. You have affected so many lives and you deserve everything that you are being rewarded with in heaven. So yes. rest in power to you. Yes, rest in peace. Whew. Moment of silence, and then I'm going to move on. Um, next up in the socials, I have a story. This is really the trash-ass portion of the oh. socials. I'm Your friend, um, <laughs> Paul Pierce, I meant to report mm. on this last week. He is a former player of the National Basketball Association, formerly known as the NBA. The Mm. NBA is an association. (laughs) 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 The NBA is is an association where people play basketball, okay? Mm -hmm. They play basketball on a court. It's usually um, two teams 
five people on the court the and they run around behind the ball. Poor Pierce was one of the players that did so at, at a point in time. Moving forward, um, also, when these players retire, sometimes they end up on these um, like ESPNs and commentary shows where they talk about the sport that they had played. Mm-hmm. So that's what Poor Pierce was doing on ESPN. ESPN fired him from that position. He no longer does that because he decided to get on his Instagram Live and um, host a party. I guess it was a party. They were playing poker. But he also had strippers mm. and, and, and marijuana and things like that, and he was showing it. Apparently he thought he was doing it like on his close friends. I didn't know that you can go on a close friend's live. I thought that when you went live, like it just went. Oh, they got a close do that. Oh, okay. Because he said he thought it was for his close friends. (laughs) So, um, but he went on the live and, um, you know, he proceeded to (laughs) show everybody how much fun he was having. Not saying that the fun that he was having wasn't a great time. Have at it. I just don't think that it's in your contract with ESPN that you'll be able to show yourself in certain lights and and be associated with them. So that's why ESPN decided to um, let him go. Mm. So there's that. I'm sure Paul Pierce would be fine. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Just to uh, quickly report on this, because I was following this story for a couple weeks ever since this performance at the Grammys between um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Um, Their WAP performance at the Grammys was receiving reports uh, to the FCC just about, you know, complaints about just the, Mm. you know, the performance and the way that they were dancing. And at first, a couple weeks ago, it was just like 83 complaints. And I was just like, oh, that ain't shit compared to some other shit. That that whole Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson shit got more Mm. complaints than that. Mm. But right now, over 1,000 complaints about Cardi B and Megan, um, Megan Thee Stallion's WAP performance at the Grammys have been reported. I still don't think that this is a lock because this is weeks after the fact when when it happened between Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. It was like immediately after. At the end of the day, you know, like we spoke about a couple weeks ago in regards to allowing certain children to see certain things or, you know, this is being viewed by whoever. I I really do um, just feel like, you know, it is a parent's or guardian's responsibility to monitor things that are uh, visible to their children. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, I, like I mentioned before in our last episode that we spoke about it, Cardi was on her live and playing her music, and the moment that her daughter walked in, she had to turn that shit off. Mm-hmm. So just like Cardi monitors what her daughter hears and listens to and watches, I think that parents have the obligation to do so as well. And at the end of the day, you know... Um, these people, these artists, these entertainers are not the ones responsible for raising your children. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, <laughs> please, please, Joe. <laughs> Look what Joe got. <laughs> I'm done with this story because. Like, oh, but I said what I said. You know, at the end of the day, That's just, uh, you know, if you're a parent and you're a guardian, then, you know, play your role and artists and entertainers will continue to play theirs. Um, I do not have much else to give you guys because I really didn't give too much shits about 
um, the celebrity news gossip this week. Doesn't mean I wasn't out to do my job. I give you guys some news, but if I feel like it's something you need to know, I'll tell you. If not, I want to. I want you to continue to live your lives and flourish without having so much poison poured into your brains. Mm-hmm. So there is the celebrity news portion of the socials. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our correspondent, um, the homegirl Miss Asian Michelle, for that Thank very you. comprehensive report Ooh, on the trash ass. Portion, portion of the social. Yeah. Um. So today, um. You didn't get your your um. Take it away, Amber. Oh, take back it away, at, Amber. Thank at you. The stu- at the studio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um. So today, I am not going to do my typical, um. In other news, which kind of encompasses like a lot of different shit, right? Um. It's so much going on, right? It's so much stuff happening. This has been a very trash fucking week Ooh. in this country, okay? I believe I agree. This week for black people wow. has not been a good one. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired, you know? Mm. I'm yeah. tired. I've not yet spoken publicly um, on all of the things, right? Like all of the things that are going on, and I'm gonna use this moment to do that. Um, because literally, even at this very hour that we are recording, there is still some shit going on uh. here in this country that, you know, it, it kind of just leaves you, again, as a person of color, as a black person, just very much stuck, uh-huh. um, very much uninterested in having this conversation mm-hmm. um very much uh annoyed very much exhausted very much tired of the shit right um i'm almost at a point where it's like well where do i start right right um and i will start with quoting a tweet from a young lady her name is cyberspace at cyberspace with a s her name is Cy smith Um, she tweeted two days ago and said, it's a bunch of quotes, right? So it says, I thought it was my taser. I thought it was my apartment. I thought I saw him or her with a gun. I thought he was selling Lucy's. I thought she was there alone. Mm -hmm. I thought she was getting smart with me. And then she goes on to say, their thinking equals terrorism for us. And I'm tired. Mm. And, you know, that's just one little piece of, you know, how a lot of people are feeling right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Um, me included. And, um, you know, not only is this the week that there is an ongoing trial of the murder of George Floyd, but yet 11 miles away from where George Floyd was murdered, a young man by the name of, what's his name? Dante Wright. Right. Mm-hmm. Young Dante Wright, 20 years old, was then murdered by another police officer. Um, and then come to find out, like, the sister of George Floyd was, like, this young man's teacher or some crazy connection there. And then literally a couple hours ago, um, I'm seeing this story of a young man named adam toledo and i'm not going into this story because it's too much yeah and um his name is adam toledo who was in the seventh grade Mm. and 13 years old and shot and killed by a police officer so um you know it's a lot it's a lot going the fuck on and 
quite frankly, I'm tired of having to, I'm tired of black people having to be the bearers of the brunt Uh of white supremacy. Um, Meaning white supremacy has become a black people problem. Uh And until white supremacy is claimed and acknowledged and dealt with by white people because it is it is indeed their problem and not our problem to fucking deal with um this shit will be running rampant forever you know mm-hmm. um until white supremacy is not seen as something that you know black people have to respond to but instead it's seen as something that white people should be actively fucking working to dismantle We'll never be, we'll never, we'll never get out of this cycle. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, first thing I'll say, the only reason I brought up the, 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 uh, the, uh, what's this kid's name? The Adam Toledo story is because I'm remiss if I don't, right? right. Like if, if I say something now I'm opening up a door for y'all to go look for the video and find it. I will not recommend that you watch that video. No. I have not yet watched the video and I will not be watching the video. I, I will not traumatize myself again. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, after, after being traumatized from all the other shits that have been going, I'm not going to watch that video. But on the other hand, it's like, if I don't mention it, if I don't say his name, I feel like I'm then doing a disservice um, by having a platform and not bringing light to yet another, yet another case of where they're just killing us. In 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 this case, I'm just talking about us as in right minorities, right? Um, secondly, I'm bringing I'm bringing noise to um, what is his name, Jonathan Pentland, who. Let me get his proper, um, he was an army sergeant, an army, U.S., United States Army Army. Sergeant, Uh Jonathan Pentland, who is now arrested for assault, um, for assaulting a young man who was walking in his neighborhood. And when I say his, I mean the young, the young man lived in the neighborhood and this white man felt the need to express his white supremacy and his um, uh, superiority complex against this young black man who happened to be in the neighborhood for whatever reason. I don't give a goddamn what Why? the reason was. Right. I don't care if he was arguing with his daughter. I don't care if there, or if there was a conversation. It don't matter. You don't get to impose any type of superiority and, and, and better yet, you don't get to put your hands on a person just because they are black and you are white. And I hate, it's like, I try to find the words to make these things be less as, like, less harsh, but right? But it's like, it ain't nothing else to nothing, fucking say. Because right. what's the real reason that Mr. Jonathan Pentland did what he did? What is the reason that, what is this lady's name? Kimberly Potter huh. grabbed her fucking gun and shot Dante. What is the reason? For what? What is the reason just today in fucking Minnesota, there was a man, I believe, who was in his truck, a white man, 
He uh-huh. refused to wear a mask at a grocery store. He assaulted an employee. Police got involved. Police got to this man who's in his pickup truck. There's a policeman literally hanging on the door of, the of this this 61-year-old white man's car as he is driving away. Right. There was not one shot fired. fired. Not one shot. And this man is driving at least 40 miles an hour with a fucking police officer hanging off the damn door of his truck. In Minnesota, where Dante Wright was murdered, George Floyd was like, what are, What else can there be? What else can it be? And then I bring it locally to local business, the Ashford in Jersey City, New Jersey, right. which for the second, and I say second because this is publicly, but I have heard many accounts many, many. of racism and discrimination being shown at, from this business. And now they made it to Pix11 News because they have prohibited a black group of people from walking in because they had on sweatpants, but literally immediately let in a white group of people who have on sweatpants and backwards caps and very leisurely clothing. clothing. Mm-hmm. But the right. black people got to sit outside due to the mm-hmm. dress code. Mm-hmm. But the white people get to go in. Fuck, fuck trying to be politically correct. Fuck trying to spare motherfuckers' feelings. Fuck censorship. Fuck all that. Motherfuckers are racist as shit. Mm -hmm. And fuck them for it. Right? Right? Right. Which is why there are hundreds of people outside of Jonathan Pentland's home. Probably still to this hour. Good. Right? Probably still to this fucking hour. It's no more, oh, not all of them. Oh, it's some bad. That's a lot of fucking bad apples. Too many of y'all. It's too fucking many. And then who has to suffer? Not Fuck suffering. We're di- right. they're, ki- they're killing. These people are literally killing. You don't kill you just because you are a police officer does not mean you get to kill people, people. who are guilty. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's something that's not being driven home. Mm-mm. Oh, if he only complied. But yet you got the video of the man today driving with a fucking police officer right. hanging, hanging off the door the of his door. fucking car. Right. So it's like. Miss me with the bullshit. Right. Right. And when I say these things, obviously, like I have white friends and I have people who are not black people of color who who can listen to me and and understand that and be intelligent enough to know. Obviously, I'm not fucking referring to to you. you. Just like just like it would be so nice if a police officer who may have ran into a black person that ran from them or didn't comply or was difficult, didn't associate that same experience with every other fucking black person that they came across and then now feels like they have to kill them yeah that would be nice if you are so afraid of people why are you, you are in the 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 realm of being a cop mm-hmm. if you are that afraid you're so mm-hmm. scary why did you become a cop right and who trained you fuck the training it's not training it's not training you could be trained by the best of the best but your racism will always, always come out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your hatred for my That's people fair. will always pro- precede any rules that you were taught in the academy. And that is the motherfucking problem. That is the, I don't even know if I really even have a point here. I'm tired, right? We're tired. It's, it's almost numbing. Really? And that's what's scary. Uh-huh. I hate to become numb to another story, another victim, another police murder, and then they get off, uh-huh. right? Let's call it what it is. Like what the fuck? Like wh- like like there's white people who may be able to uh, 
feel sorry for us, but you'll never be able to empathize. You'll never be able to know what it fucking feels like to even see the red and blue lights behind your car these days. Uh-uh. This is me as a black woman with a clean driver's license. You know, I'm not riding dirty. You know, right. you know, I feel sorry for my black brothers because all they got to do is just step outside and be the suspect. Right. Right. I just watched a video of a man who got pulled over for driving 65 in a 70. And mm-hmm. the cop literally said to this man, don't you think it's suspicious that you're driving five miles under the speed limit? <laughs> this this is what this real ass cop said to this black man. Don't you think it's suspicious that you're, the speed limit is 70 and you driving 65? Mm-hmm. And then gave him a warning and told him, you know, this is just a warning. You can throw it out when you get in the house. And then the man, and I feel so bad for y'all because it's like your pride and your ego, right? So it's like you're still a man at the end of the day. So if I'm now ridiculed by this cop, you pull me over, waste my time, give me a warning. You damn right I want to know what the fuck this warning is for. This right. man stepped outside. I was so, everyone in the comments were like, damn, I was so scared for him stepping out of the car to ask the cop, what the fuck is this warning for? But you have the right to ask him. Right, but it's like, that cop could have felt threatened. I was threatened. So I had to kill him. You understand? I, I Whenever I have a kid, like if I have a boy, it's like, whoa. It's a whole different perspective. Like, this shit is crazy. You not only got to think about yourself, but you got to think about your child. And then teach instilling this shit into your kid, right? right. The innocence of a child. Right. Teaching them how to perform, basically. Right. Because we're always performing for these motherfuckers. It's a show. You have to perform for these niggas. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Be as calm. You know how fucking stressful that is? Mm-hmm. As a black man, like to, to black woman, black man to have to perform and be this person, right? And you know you're performing. You know you're compliant. You quote unquote being compliant. That's a traumatic But in reality, exactly. In you're doing that shit over and over. And we do it. Mm-hmm. The microaggressions are not never ending. It's not just in these uh, 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 run-ins with cops, even at work, right? Even in in stores, you walk mm-hmm. into a store, you gotta like think in the back of your mind, these motherfuckers is gonna start following me. Mm-hmm. And this is shit that white people, some white people, y'all don't even fucking know. Like these are things that you don't even think about. And that is the privilege. And that's the shit that a lot of niggas, white people I should say, Y'all need to acknowledge that you do benefit from white privilege. Even though you may be the biggest ally, you may be, you know, BLM to the day you die, whatever. But it's little shit like that and, and that, that, that we think of and we are always cognizant of as black people that you are not. And, and it's, you know, like I said, I don't necessarily have a point here, but at this very at this very moment, it's so... It's so damning. It's so like just exhausting. I'm tired. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm literally tired. I'm fucking tired of this, right? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You don't know what you know. What I'm saying, like, to your white friends, you don't. You's like, you don't fucking know, bro. You mm-hmm. see the shit and you outraged like me, but you literally have no, no idea. fucking idea. Hmm. You know, <laughs> you have no idea, and that yeah. is what is so angry. That is what's so upsetting. And it's to the point where you see this c- 
constantly on social media, especially these last few days, all day, every day, and it's just like I can't repost this. I'm not I can't talk it. about I'm not this. Talking like, about it. I'm tired of looking at this. <laughs> right. And you gotta understand. It's not me not being conscious and not wanting to raise awareness. Right. It's just literally I can't take it anymore. Right. I don't want to talk about it, and I won't talk about it, and I don't have to because it's mm-hmm. not my fucking job to be the damn spokesperson on another black body on the street at the hands of a fucking police officer, nonetheless. Right. It's too much. It's too much. That's all I got. Uh Um, It's just too fucking much. (sighs) Girl, Jesus. Where the shots at? I'm telling you, I need it. Can you please? Make it a double. No, it's, I mean, I'm so glad that we, Amber, you brought that segment so just graciously, gracefully, and eloquently because it is something that I would want to talk about, but I can't, I can't. It's hard. I that can't. was hard for me to even fucking, because I did not want to talk about that yeah. shit. But it would be remiss of if me we, if I don't, right. you know? When you when you, when you you have a platform, you have to use your voice, mm-hmm. and this is just the way that I know how mm-hmm. to use my voice. But, like, I'm glad that you said that, because I hope that I could be that voice for other people as well who, you know, may listen to this and... Be like, okay, boom. Uh-huh. You know, maybe they could use that sound bite yeah. and, 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 and post it or do whatever they want right. to do with it. But it's just, just to like, say what they can't say themselves. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. I I know that. Like I said, I've just been one that I, I can't keep reposting these things. I can't keep Mm-mm. acknowledging. And people are sending me these things, and it's just been day after day after day after day. Something else, and it, it is. Thank you, have. Um, it's been very hard for me to acknowledge, and, and I'm glad you said that. Oh, I don't have to acknowledge this on social media. I don't have to repost. I don't have to talk about it. But you know, it's people like sending this to you, like, oh, did you see this? Like, I didn't see you say anything about this, but like I have nothing else to say I have nothing else to say and I'm literally one of those people who are slowly falling numb to this shit and it's slowly becoming a harsh reality for me that this is just never going to end and I hate that shit and that's the scary part you know I hate to harp on this but it's like when you don't see no end Mm -hmm. that's creepy like what the fuck cheers Cheers. thank you for the shot shot, because we needed it Who's this? Mm. He like robot time to knock the edge off. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like grapes, right? Yeah. Ooh. I never had that, but it's not bad. That's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. That was good. Um, but yes, thank y'all for listening to me ramble real quick. Wow. I kind of just needed to get that out because I haven't really posted about anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's like DMX dying, and then like, you know it's like black people like we just got so much. Like, it's we, one thing oh after another. Oh my god! Right. It, it, Can we fucking mourn our idol? No, because no. we gotta fucking look at Derek Chauvin's stupid ass not testifying right. in his own fucking right. trial. Right, right, right. Like we can't get, we can't <laughs> even be sad about one thing. You know what's crazy? Uh, I've been in the last couple of days. I've been watching the trial. Yeah, and. One thing I noticed is Derek Chauvin's uh, attorney continues to come back. Like today, they they settled and they said they are arrest and they they're going to do their um, final statements on Monday. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but I I sat back and I was looking at the attorney 
his attorney, I'm like, do he really believe that? Right. You see how far they'll go to, to, perpe- to perpetuate that goddamn. Right. Like, de- like, why did you even sign up for this? Like, you have to sit up here. Mm-hmm. When the state comes back 20 times over, they brought a pathologist yesterday and they 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 brought back a pulmonologist today when the pathologist couldn't really answer the question and he said yo so do you think that a pulmonologist can um answer all these questions yes but they so so hit the 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 state's point is okay so he really did it the the, everything that y'all are really doing is showing that he did it and it's like yo his attorney is getting paid all this money mm. to say he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And and he has to make the jury feel that he didn't do it. Like today, they was trying their best to make it a mistrial. Bringing their pulmonologist back. If they, they like they had presented new um new findings, so to speak. And the, and the judge was just like, yo, if these were already, if why, why, these are findings that should have already happened or should have been already presented. And it's just like, okay. And he was just like, yo, if the, the doctor that you bring in forward today says anything about the new findings, I'm going to count it as a mistrial. Yeah, they could, the, the, the defense can then file for a mistrial right. because of he's now referring and accepting that new evidence as substantial evidence. Right. So then the defense can now ask for a mistrial. And I'm not sure because they did object to that, but I don't know if it was sustained or not. I don't. I, I think they the did ju- well. Yeah, I, I don't know if that objection was sustained, but it looked like at the end of that testimony that, you know, it went the way that it was supposed to, and defense ended up resting their case. So now they have no more testimony, no more witnesses to um, present, and then on Monday they'll start the closing argument. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I said. Like, they, they, they went, if it had went any other way, they would have fired, like you said, for a a mistrial but it went okay but it's just like so sad at the fact that someone like me is hired to be a a lawyer and defend someone that's really guilty like can you you gotta psych yourself out I mean, money is a good motivator. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm about to say. That's what defense attorneys do. That's their that, point. Like, they, because, you know how many motherfuckers yeah. do be guilty? Yeah, right. they be guilty. <laughs> but the defense's job is either, if they can't get you off, get the lessest punishment that you could get. Right. You right. know what I'm but, saying? Like, even when I was... in this case, it's like, mm-hmm. he clearly... But see, when you're a cop and you're a white cop at that, <laughs> it's like, easier, in my opinion, you know. For sure. To, right. to come up with reasons mm-hmm. as to why this fits into his protocol you know it's not just a man yeah. versus a man mm-hmm. this is a cop versus versus what they're pinning george floyd as a freaking drug, drug addict, addict you know mm-hmm. so he has all these protocols and all these things of his you know what he's well within his right as a police officer to do and of course motherfuckers know that as a cop you know that right. so you know regardless of all the other shit like all the other background information that they were saying was between them two um, you know, Dirk Chauvin knows he's protected. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows he's protected. So mm-hmm. it, it's less about, oh, 
you know, you're defending someone that's guilty. It's more about, okay, now let's get to work and and, and, and right. get him off, basically, right. Right. you know. And you're not going to take the stand. You weren't going to take yeah. the stand from him. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, I knew he wasn't going to take the stand because there is no, he would not be able to answer the prosecution's questions without incriminating himself. Right. At mm-hmm. all. Right. 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 Absolutely, and just but it's like also choosing not to take the stand makes the jury believe that you are guilty. That's why I'm just hoping that that, sh- that goes that way. Right. Yeah, I right. hope so too. I hope so too. I feel bad for the jury because they gotta go and they can't go home. They gotta go into the hotel until like everything is. Like settle. Right. <laughs> well, hopefully, when they go in that deliberating room, they go ahead and make that decision. They have to have all common sense, and it's unanimous. And y'all don't have to spend thirty six, forty eight hours in there. Y'all right. know common sense is it's not always common for some, but it should be common in this case. Right. And y'all could come to a unanimous decision and make the right one. Right. And, and real quick, like it was on the table. Right. right. Everybody's seen the whole mm-hmm. quite literally. Right. And people quite were literally. present. Quite literally. So stand, like... Right. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? What you going to say? My knee Y'all wasn't on his thing? neck for nine minutes and 30-something exactly. seconds. Mm-hmm. When my foot was off the ground, so means my entire pressure of my body was on this man's neck. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't... I, what I'm going to say, no. You can see it. Right. And he knew that that prosecutor would have been... Huh. <laughs> like, huh. they, they were trying to argue that there were certain points. His knee... Hit one part of his knee was on like the harder part of his neck, not like the the soft part, and then the other part was on his back, and then but if his like whatever knee it was that was on the hard part, like back here, wasn't gonna cause him any harm, but it's just like. You were moving. Right. And whenever is it okay for a police officer to restrain somebody by putting their knee on their neck? That, like, that Period. is the literal smack in the face. You know what I'm saying? That's the trauma and, and the constant, like, the constant mood of black people to always be, like, just bothered, right? Yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. the fact that this is even a trial. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact that this man's murder was on tape and mm-hmm. we are on trial. Talk about fentanyl and blood work. Excuse me? Right. Excuse me? Right. Right. And then. The or do- carbon monoxide. Right. The doctor that came right. yesterday, he said that he thought that it was a pill that was while he was in the convenience store. He thought it was a pill in his mouth. But then when they zoom in, it's gum. Because when they played the video, he's chewing. They're literally trying to use every single, like, like anything. So where'd the pill go? Anything. It dissolved. Was it not in his toxicology report? Thank what you. What kind of pill was right. it? Right. Tylenol? It's, it's disgusting. And to me, the, my biggest problem is this. There is a debasing of mm-hmm. black life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a, like, black life means Devalue. nothing in, in this country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we are debased to nothing. Mm-hmm. The right. fact that all this shit is going on and there's still these fucking black pain movies coming out. That shit, y'all was talking about them. I'm not mm-hmm. watching that shit. Like, it's too much. It's now being monetized, right? Black pain is monetized. It's mm-hmm. obviously been monetized, but it's like, 
you know, there's a, there's a story going people. around. It's like, you know, right, Lena with Lena mm-hmm. fucking Wave. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where's the feel good shit? Where's our feel good movies? Right. Where's our right. Devil Wears Prada? Right. Where's our Princess Diaries? Right. That's not Disney. Right. And that's what I said a couple of weeks ago about the whole um, Married at First Sight segment. Yeah. With Paige and Chris. Right. Like, I'm like, yo, y'all had the opportunity, lifetime, mm-hmm. to just cut that out. Of you their just series. wanted to prolong, and y'all, prolong Like it. we knew by episode 3 That Chris wasn't right for Paige And Absolutely. we could have cut that out a long time ago But you prolonged it Up until 3 weeks prior to decision day right. Because you knew That we wanted to know what was going to happen to mm-hmm. Paige mm-hmm. But now when decision day happens We still don't know what's happening right. to Paige and then is uh, what I'm bothered by is the fact that on this reunion or this ended episode, you bringing them back together. It's clear that this relationship is over. Why does Paige need to see him again? Right. And then why can't you, like you said, show us in reality television in a light where we can be very successful in a relationship? Because that ratchet and that other shit, that shit sells. Mm-hmm. And the other right. shit is boring. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's bo- so we should be getting all the money. Y'all not really ready, ready for us to monetize on ourselves. That's why we got to tap into it's our It's like purpose. a modern day menstrual show. Mm. You know? It is. Mm. 100%. That's why, uh, what's the girl name who did all the hip hop? Mona. Yeah, that's why she got so much you mm-hmm. know, backlash from all those shows. Mm-hmm. You got these people on TV fighting each other. You mm-hmm. know, ratchetness, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Acting a fool. Acting a damn fool. And, you these know. These accentuated bodies. Yes. Like they used to do back in the day. It's just terrible. It is. It really is. Oh, we got to like. No, Deep breath really. in and exhale because it's it's really heavy. And when you we start to really dissect these things and really understand things for what they are, I ain't going to hold you. Sometimes I'm disappointed in myself for even engaging and indulging in some of this stuff that I see on television. Or, you know, like, it's just because when I really think about it, this shit is fucked up. And it, I don't know if it contributes to why people... I, I don't think there's an excuse for people to treat black people the way they do. Yeah. You know, but... It's kind of like I feel like as a black woman, like I need to do what I can to de-escalate people thinking this way of me. But like, why can't I enjoy what I enjoy or like That's what I like? You know that what I'm saying? That is the very problem right there. Because don't think that it's just us. Yeah. Like everybody got their shit with mm-hmm. that. Every race has their shit. Right. You feel me? So it's not, it's like, why do black people have so many fucking rules and parameters yeah. as to how we can act? And like, it's like, well, you know, it's almost like the comparison of like, well, if you wasn't dressed that way, then you, you wouldn't would. have been. Right. Like, no. Right. I'm a fucking human just like you're a human. Uh-huh. Period. And like, we the ones that got all these rules and shit. We, like I said, we're the ones who have to act a certain way Absolutely. and look a certain, speak a certain way right. and make sure that our hair is not too unkempt uh-huh. and make sure that we lay our edges and do all the, you know, make sure our beards are fucking kept nicely like it's 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 unfair you know right. and it's again the only word i could fucking come that comes to my mind is exhausting uh-huh. i'm fucking right. exhausted you know it's so many different microaggressions that we deal with um you know it just we're the strongest motherfuckers out here i agree you know we are the strongest the strongest Cause we out here living our lives, you know, making money, going to college, doing this, that, and the third, but still a high profiling, uh, member of the army was pepper sprayed by a fucking cop. 
at a at a stop. Like, right. how dare you, right. police officer? Right. How dare you, police officer? Like, you should be ashamed. Like, you're of talking yourself. to this person, and I'm so glad that his family is suing. Right. Um, you know, you pepper sprayed this man. Like <laughs> multiple <laughs> it's, times. It's literally, again, I believe that the racists like that, they try every single way mm-hmm. to debase you. For like sure. you are a black person in power, oh I'm gonna bring you back down to this, you know, a boy. How it was, you know, they call <sighs> slaves boy and girl. It's like I'm gonna use I'ma use my white privilege and my, you know, superiority complex. And you go, you're going to be now at my helm. You're going to be, you know, you're going to succumb to whatever the fuck right. I tell You'll you to do. You'll be at my mercy. Yes. Facts. Disgusting. Facts. Disgusting. Facts. Terrible. Oh, man, that shit is super heavy. It is heavy. And, and it's like, you know, we got to live with that shit. Every day. Every day. Every day, not knowing. Right. You know? Like, it's like you want to ask, you, like, do you know what it feels like to leave your house and not know if you're going to come home? Right. Or be stopped by the police and not know if you're going to, you know, get out of that stop. Or feel like, like, when, like now, if I see someone, a black person being pulled over, I kind of slow down mm-hmm. to kind of just make sure. So everything is everything. You know. And that's fucking sad. Yeah, that. right. That's mm-hmm. sad. You know, one thing that I, I, I pride myself on is telling everyone when I get off the phone, uh, I love them. Because sometimes we, we may not come back the you same person. You literally never uh-huh. know. You know, you may come back able-bodied, but <laughs> you, I mean, you may leave able-bodied, but you may not come back the same. You may right. come back as a You vegetable. never know what the fuck is going to happen. But yo! It's crazy. Um, we're coming up on the tail end of the episode. We have 12 minutes left, so, um, we either get into a letter real quick or go ahead into final thoughts, if you guys, whatever you guys prefer. Ooh. It's up to you. Honestly, truly, for me right now, um, I want to get the fuck out of here. Wow. <laughs> so, the Has last been. segment of every episode... <laughs> It's called Final Thought, where we um, just leave you with something to think about, to ponder about, um, until we meet again in the next week. So, um, would anyone like to start? Asia. Asia. (laughs) (laughs) She want to get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, super triggered, and I can't really bring myself to talk about anything else. Um... Unless you guys want to, like, no, 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 I'm with the final thought. Let's go. Okay, Mm -hmm. um, I'm with it. I um have been really trying to get my mental health together. Um, as as always, you guys know that I'm really big on mental health, and this just um this past week with everything that's been going on in the news, it's been really kind of hard for me to focus on, but I have been though, even though it's been hard, it's been hard for me to focus on things that make me happy and things that make me feel good and me trying to stay on this like consistent path of self-care and self-love bay. But I have been doing it despite that. So uh, my final thought, is uh, to prioritize your mental health instead of people-pleasing. 
Mm. Um, because it's very easy to try to fulfill expectations of what other people have for you and how you should react in certain situations and how you should operate and how you should feel when you really just want to be okay. Mm -hmm. So prioritize your mental health instead of trying to please other people and fulfill their expectations of you. Yeah, that's real. That's Mm -hmm. real. That's good. Joe. Your boy! (laughs) Your boy is out here! Um... You know, with everything that's going on um, in today's world, uh, first things first, I want to tell everyone that hasn't been told today, um, I love you. Um, I love everybody in this room. I love everybody that hears the sound of my voice. Um, We don't have to be intimate for me to tell you I love you, so I love you. Um, Those are three words that we don't uh, hear often. Mm Mm-hmm. And we mean it. Certain times when you say I love you, you expect something from someone. Mm-hmm. Um, certain times when you hear those words, I love you, for the men, it demasculates you. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, why are you tapping into your feelings? So I tell everybody that's listening, I love you. Um, so my final thought is... Um, People don't realize how much strength it takes to pull your own self out of the dark place mentally. So if you've done that today or any day, I want to say I'm proud of you. Mm. Um, Amber, Asia and I spoke about in today's episode about a lot of hurt. (laughs) We may not be going through it physically. But emotionally, we going through it because, you know, um, talking right now, it it brings me back to um, Queen and Slim. And, you know, throughout the movie, for those of you that watched it, they never say Queen and Slim's name. We just know them as Queen and Slim. But when we see everything that they're going through, we see ourselves. And I guess that's what the producers and the writers wanted them to do. So when we look at everybody that's going through these physical harms today, we see ourselves. So we are going through it. Um, and it fucks up, fucks, fucks us up mentally, Yeah, mm-hmm. fucks us up emotionally, um, and it fucks us up um, physically. Um, I'm proud of y'all that's able to wake up and still put a smile on y'all face. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of y'all that is working in customer service today and making a dollar and still giving exceptional customer service. Mm-hmm. And I thank you. Um, and I'm proud of y'all. Like, I'm so proud. I'm just proud of everybody. Uh, because, you know, just like I love you, I'm proud of you is something that you really don't hear a lot of either. So right. I'm proud of you. That's Thanks, my final Joe. thought. Thank you. That was great. Um, I have two. Mm-hmm. One is real quick. Um, this is just in the, in the air of... Um, me like starting this new brand with the self love bay and shit like that and really walking in that purpose right because I do feel like that's a calling of mine um, to be this representative um, to women to let them know like it ain't just you right mm-hmm. um, so my first one is that I'm not negotiating my value with anybody and I'm gonna add to that anymore Um, (laughs) i'm worth it i've been worth it and i will forever be worth it and that's something that 
that could go for a man or a woman. Oh. That's something that, you know, really need to hold that notion of worth near and dear to your heart and really fucking believe that shit. Um, I negotiated my worth with too many motherfuckers and mm. shrunk myself for too many motherfuckers mm. and made other niggas and bitches feel oh. comfortable around me because I was shining so fucking brightly they didn't even know what the fuck to do mm. when they came in my presence and I shrunk oh, myself oh. to make other them. niggas feel happy to mm. be around me or want mm. to be around me or want to be my friend. Honey, fuck that bullshit. Mm. You shine as bright as you want to shine. Do not feel bad for shining the light on your damn self. That's going to be a tweet. You're going to see that on the uh-huh. self-love base soon. But do not be afraid to shine the light on yourself. Do not dim your light for somebody else. Fuck them because they would not do it for you. And then secondly, this one is a little longer. This is actually, so y'all are getting like a little, well, it'll be posted by then. But anyone watching, um, this is actually one of my first posts that I'm going to be talking about on the self-love day. And it goes, um, this is something for anyone who feels that love has been very elusive. Um, you've dealt with people who look like love. They smell like love. They even taste like love. But the story always ends up the same. And you find yourself being quote unquote love, but not all the way. Uh, they end up being the furthest thing from love, from your love. Here are two quick tips to finding your love. Because it's one thing to be looking for love, but you really need to be looking for your love. Um, first thing, dead that situationship. I'm going to say it again. Dead that situationship. Cut off any loose ends, right? I know that you know it's time to let that shit go. Hmm. Stop being afraid to cut off toxic people. Don't become complacent with lukewarm relationships. Uh. And two, talk to yourself. And talk about yourself from a place of love. I'm going to say that one more time. Talk to yourself and about yourself from a place of love. And more importantly, speak with conviction and actually believe what the fuck you're saying, right? The journey to loving yourself begins with and encompasses you. If you show yourself the very love that you're looking for, I promise you'll attract someone who's ready to continue to shower you with that same love you've been giving yourself. If you keep talking down on yourself, if you tell people how shitty you've been and how procrastinate, how much of a procrastinator you are and how trash you've been, you're only teaching them how to treat you because we teach people how to treat us. So if I keep telling you how much I hate myself and I'm dumb and I'm ugly and I'm this and I'm that and I'm not this and I'm not that, all you're doing is teaching that person what you're used to and how you're used to being treated. So keep in mind, we tr- we teach people how to treat us. Absolutely. If you love the fuck out of yourself, if you carry yourself like you are your nu- as you should be, your number one fan, honey, everyone else is going to have no choice but to be a fan of yours as well. So um, that was a little sneak peek of what you can expect from the self-love bay types of things that I'm going to be talking about on that platform. If you guys have you got something, are you good? Um, I think this is going to conclude the 88th episode of the People's Podcast. We thank you so much for listening. We thank you so much, much for allowing us to get some shit off of our chest on this episode. Um, I think this is a very important episode. Yeah. Um, so please uh, do us a favor, and if we if we resonated with anything you got going on tonight, do me a favor and share this episode with three friends. Just go to Apple Music, SoundCloud, Pandora. Um, 
whatever else are we on or in spotify whatever streaming platform you listen to just do me a favor go to the episode click copy link and just send it to three people in your contact list we will greatly 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 appreciate that um we fuck with y'all because y'all fuck with us Mm. we will see y'all next week we appreciate y'all we love y'all and until next time bye see you next week